Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host, Scott Narver, and with me again for part two of WrestleMania, the jerk behind the curtain, we have Mark Warzeka. Part two, let's do it, Narver. <laughs> we made busy? it to the weekend. Are you busy tweeting? <laughs> is Vince Googling I right am, now? I am not. Vince is not Googling right this moment, but at Vince Googling on Twitter is where you can find me, everybody. Hey, I'll just start with a plug. Yeah, you should. Wait, when it was, so when do you, what's your process? When do you do it? Uh, is well, it like just a bathroom thing? Yeah. <laughs> do you read wrestling stories for the day and go, hmm? I sit on the, I, I take a morning, I drink black coffee while I take my morning dump <laughs> and I think of my Vince Googling tweets. <laughs> really? Uh, no. <laughs> but I picture Vince being the type of guy who drinks black coffee while he takes a morning dump. Oh, you know what I yeah. mean, like simultaneously, mm-hmm. he's got a big, big ass jug of black coffee and just sits and take a big dump while he's drinking his coffee and stares at his Tyrannosaurus Rex head on the wall. <laughs> I remember in because I get fascinated with whatever that man does or consumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember a season of Tough Enough where he's at ringside watching them and he has a little styrofoam cup of what I assume is coffee. But I was just fascinated. Like, that's it? Just yeah. that little cup? Like, <laughs> yeah. nothing else? There's no, you don't have a mug, you don't have a container, and it's just that small? It seems like he would have so much more. It's probably, like, lined with cocaine. <laughs> that cup. <laughs> like a margarita glass. It's just made to look really ordinary, so nobody <laughs> sniffs it out. <laughs> I wanted someone to walk by and go, um, we don't really use styrofoam anymore. <laughs> It's really bad for the environment and today's Earth Day. So if you could not do that, <laughs> Vince would eat them alive. <laughs> love to see Vince in a retail store. I'd love to see Vince in the White House. Vince McMahon was at the White House recently. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because his wife is part of the administration. <laughs> <laughs> and then his son in law got to go too. Yep. <laughs> sure did. Oh. Triple H got to hang out in the Oval Office. And that has to be confusing for anyone that goes, Wait, one of you is Triple H? <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, Three uh, H's? Uh, yeah. Were you addicted to heroin at some point <laughs> in your life? I'd like to talk to you about the opiate crisis in America. <laughs> that was my Triple H impression. That's good. That's good. I like that. So, where we left off previously on yes. this whole uh, WrestleMania extravaganza of a trip. We, we were running through to, to recap for... For um, our listeners, and yes. thank you, everybody, for listening um, to this episode. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like something that Linda McMahon would say <laughs> to people that took a tour on the White House. <laughs> like, that's stilted and disingenuine. <laughs> uh, Linda McMahon, by the way, yes. is so charming and likable. How, you know, I, w- I watched her, I watched her, um, is it okay if we get a little political here for a second? Sure, because that's bound to come up in the stories that I have to tell. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Okay. But I watched her, uh, what the hell do you call it? The hearing, her confirmation hearing. Sure. And uh, I was really prepared. I feel like I'd rather not see the McMahons as part of our federal government. That's my feeling, and I don't expect everybody to share that feeling. That's weird. But that's aren't you a wrestling fan? <laughs> but that's but that's Didn't my you feeling. Say, as a Star Trek fan, you wanted everyone to like Star Trek, so that way what you like is cool. <laughs> yes, but I don't want George Takei to be president. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I I don't think he's qualified. He celebrated his uh, big gay birthday. His big 
80th gay birthday on Howard Stern recently. Is that true? That is true. What, what, what do you mean it's his gay birthday? I think it was a, it's just his minimum, birthday and he's gay, Scott. No, there was minimum of 20 feet of cock in the studio that <laughs> Get day. Out of here. I'm serious. <laughs> I'm serious because I have serious XM for a trial basis, so I'm listening like crazy. Can I tell a name droppy uh, George Takei uh, Hollywood story here no, for No, Mark, I have to tell all my <laughs> name droppy stories. <laughs> yes, of course. So you know he goes, Oh my, all the time. Like, mm-hmm. that's his catchphrase. He's yes. on commercials. He's on the whatever. He's on the Taco Bell commercials. Mm-hmm. Oh my. That's mm-hmm. his bit. So I'm like, that's his gimmick, right? Like, he says that as a character. He says catchphrase. It's, it's not a gimmick. It's, it's his, it's his, well, it's a wrestling show, so I said gimmick <laughs> since we're a wrestling show. All right, all right. But it's his catchphrase, right? Right. So I'm like, this is a part of like his persona, you know, right. right? That's what you'd think. Oh my. So I, you know, I direct, I directed a show out here and, uh, he, there were special, please, please give some credit to what that show is and what it's done. It's a big show. It's a, it's good. It's not okay. It's not okay. And we, we it's a Christmas show. It is a Christmas show called twist your Dickens. And it was uh, out here at the cursed up tickets are $385 <laughs> for the cheap seats. <laughs> that is not true at all. They're much more expensive. <laughs> and, uh, I can't see the show. It's too damn expensive. <laughs> but the part of the, uh, part of the gimmick of the show <laughs> was that a special guest comes and would at every single performance there'd be a special guest celebrity who who are some of the special guest celebrities hey john morrison came and did it oh he was one of our he was a wrestler he was our one uh, wrestling person that we were able to get in there did that he wear sunglasses cool. while he did it uh he did not wear sunglasses but he had the rest of the stuff on because we wanted him to look like a wrestler okay you know okay <laughs> You looked horrified for a second when I said he had the rest of the gimmick on. Because what I pictured is that they're sitting in the audience watching the show, and then you pull them up on stage. Yeah. So I thought he had to sit there shirtless wearing the fur stuff and all that. And it's like, no. don't wear sunglasses. Oh, no. no, he came from backstage. That's, that would have been why great. <laughs> That's why I was confused. That but, everyone just leers over every so often like, what is wrong with that guy? They wanted a wide variety of guest stars. So like John came to the like, oh, a wrestling person one night. Yakov Smirnoff one night. No way. Yep. George from Seinfeld. Uh, Jason Alexander. Jason Alexander. <laughs> I'll only Not call him Larry George David. Came. Uh, Casey Affleck. Oh. Casey Affleck came. So it was like a wide, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, um, looked- um, Rollins. Henry Rollins. Uh, Rollins, Henry Rollins. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. So it was like a wide variety of different people. Yeah. Ed Begley Jr. did it one night. Ooh. Invite. So it was all different. But um, but one night it was George Takei. So anyways, we're backstage at intermission because he goes on right after intermission. So okay. they, they, the, act, the guest star would always come back at intermission. Is it announced who it is? For no, the night? it would be a surprise walk on for the audience. Okay, so they—that's why they always wanted a wide variety of people. So, like, sure. you'd see the first act, and then the second act would start with some random celebrity that you didn't know was going to be there walk on stage. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, I'm back there with much George. like this show. <laughs> Richard Simmons did it. One no way. Yeah, before he went missing, it was right before he went missing. <laughs> but um, he. <laughs> So anyways, I'm backstage with George Takei, and uh, everybody's kind of back there, and everybody's meeting him and stuff, and then everybody clears out, and I end up alone in the green room with George Takei. Mm. And uh, <laughs> you you said, hmm. Yeah. You made it sound sexual. I've heard a lot of his stories lately. <laughs> he likes wrestling, Mark. And I said, hey, George, I'm a big fan. I follow you on Facebook. And he said, oh, my. That's what he said. That was his entire response. Just to me alone. 
privately one-on-one. Yes. And that's my whole story. I thought it was very strange. Were those the only words exchanged between you two? No, it, was not the only, no, it wasn't the only thing. Okay. Said. I picture like some sort of... Uh, um, I can't think of the director, like a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. We went it's al- just this isolated room with all these hyper colors. Yeah. And that's all that's said. We went a long way around to get to, to land on that. Mm-hmm. One other thing happened with George K backstage. <laughs> oh, please. Dan Castellaneta was in the show. The voice of Homer the Simpson. The voice of Homer Simpson. He was a regular cast member in the show. Okay. Yes. And, um, so he, he, <laughs> the same night that George K was there, Dan comes back to to say hi to George, and we're we're all in this is before everybody all cleared out, and George said, "Oh my, just to me all alone." Mm-hmm. And Dan comes back to say hi to George Decay, and um, George, Dan <laughs> Dan had met George before because George apparently did an episode of The Simpsons. Yes, I remember that episode. So Dan comes back, and Dan's like. <laughs> Dan's like, hey, George. Oh, my gosh. Dan's like a huge Star Trek fan and okay. a big fan of George. So he's like, hey, great. Oh, man, it's so good. To, it's so great to see you. Oh, boy. I, I, you know, you know, I love you. I'm such a big fan. I just saw you did this lately. I just saw you did this lately. I just saw you did this lately. And I'm standing right next to them. And I realize that George is not... No, does not remember who Dan is. <laughs> like that he thinks that Dan is like like just a guy who's a fan of hit of George Takei. Right. Right? He's like, "Wow. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you've really been keeping up with me." Like he's like <laughs> answering that like, like you how you would answer like a fanboy. It's like, "Great. Does your father work at the show?" <laughs> yeah, it was like that. And I'm like, "Oh man, this is really awkward." And then because Dan doesn't want to say it's too late in the conversation for Dan to be like, hey, I'm Homer Simpson. Right. You did the Simpsons. They're too far into it now. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going to save this. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm going to be the hero of this. Cause I'm you're like, the hot tag. I'm not. Because you know how you sometimes you're like standing there. Like I'm in it, but I'm not in it. Far too often, Mark. <laughs> Far too often. You know how you just creep around conversations all the time, Narver? Yeah. That's basically the situation. And you want to be introduced or know or everybody knows each other. That's something that comes up later. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to save this. So I go, Wow. I go, I go, oh, so Dan, you actually met, uh, I didn't realize that you had met George once before, and you already knew each other before tonight. That must have been when George was a guest on The Simpsons, and you were doing Homer. And I saw George be like, I know, fuck you, I know, how dare you? (laughs) No, but anyways, George then realized. So it all clicked? It all clicked, like you saw it all click. And he went, oh, my. No, he, did, he, no, he didn't do oh, my. Everything. He can't form other thoughts. Anyways, I think that I was a hero that night. You were. I know that George Takei survived the internment camps <laughs> in World War II, but I feel like I was the real hero of that story. I feel you're the, the, the reason that he survived those internment camps as well. The point was, Scott, Linda McMahon. Yes. Wanted to hate her in that hearing. But she said, oh, my. <laughs> When she She's got officially so sworn in. Darn likable and charming. I thought I would have to vote for this woman were I on this special uh special Senate council. There's a reason that Vince probably only periodically cheats on her. <laughs> on television and off. <laughs> I was just listening. Somebody posted the other day this Howard Stern interview with with Vince. Oh wow. From years ago. Oh my god. And it's a clip just of Vince talking about his affairs. 
Really? Yes. Yeah. It's so weird. It's so. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Oh my it's God, so I weird. And he's like, I, never I haven't done it in six years. And they're like, and Robin's like, you sound like you're bragging that you have, <laughs> like you deserve credit for not having cheated with your wife on your wife in six years. That'd have been probably like the year two thousand is when that was recorded. Yeah, probably. That interview. So. The early 90s? Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he was bragging that he hadn't cheated in six years. But uh, (laughs) What restraint. (laughs) But we... So, but after WrestleMania, Mm -hmm. I... um, I, f- I followed your adventures. I'm recapping because this is part two. Yes, yes, yes. I followed all your adventures, as I'm sure many of the Curtain Jerks listeners did. We followed you on Facebook mm-hmm. and on Instagram and on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The only and- ones that I posted and made aware of, because I've been told by my girlfriend who that I didn't apparently share enough information with. Oh, <laughs> She's like, you don't tell your stories. And I go, I, wh- I don't. What? What do you want? Like, do I have to post everything on everywhere? Like, Whoa. so this was also a reason. Like, I guess I'm gonna just say everything then. Yes, and then I'm covered. So, well, if she was... wants to hear my stories. <laughs> she can she can pop on this episode. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you won't just go out to dinner and tell her. Well, it just feels <laughs> weird to go like, oh, and by the way, this thing happened with a famous person that like might be important or not. Like, you mean like what weird. I just did? I find what you say intriguing and interesting, though. Well, we find what you say intriguing and interesting. But I'm me, and I sometimes go, I don't know if that's entirely true. (laughs) Or some of them are. To go through all of it, though. Yeah, okay. She's, like, wanting to hear everything. Oh, you have a nice girlfriend. I do. She cares about what happens to you. For now. (laughs) (laughs) But I said, so we watched all your events, and you clearly had an amazing time at this WrestleMania week. You went Mm -hmm. to everything. You met everyone. It looked so cool. And I texted you and said, Scott, would you allow me to come on the show and interview you about your experiences? Because I personally want to hear about all your adventures. It looked awesome awesome and i'm sure the listeners would too and uh you basically said i don't want to do that <laughs> that's true <laughs> you said what you just said just now you I said i felt weird about you it you said i'm gonna feel weird about it and i said let's just come on please i don't want to be a braggart i i always wanted to come across as me being a fan and me being like everybody else but there are sometimes these extraordinary opportunities that i go and i fuck up or I don't, but I want to tell the stories as they are. Yeah. So I guess I got worried about like, uh, I don't know if I'd just be diplomatic and say, well, everything was great and everyone was great. Like, no, nah, I'd rather be honest and say it. And I said, I'll do it if you bring strawberries. <laughs> and I did bring strawberries and you're about to bite into one right now. Mm. But you were brutally honest in part one. You told us the good. You told us some of the weird experiences that you had and mm-hmm. some of the wrestlers who were great to you and some of the wrestlers who were not. Mm-hmm. And so we pick it up here in part two. And where we left off uh, was on Saturday morning. So we're the day before WrestleMania Sunday. Yes. We're on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And you went to something. I mean, we, and I want to say, and we said this in the, the, the last episode, we have not really pre- deliberately, we have not pre-planned this conversation Correct. at all. Um, unless here, as an interested person wanting to learn about your, your times. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Saturday morning, you just mentioned to me before we went on that you went to something called the WrestleMania business, something summit summit. Yes. So on Saturday morning, there's a WrestleMania business summit. Yes. What is that? This was at the hotel that they're all staying at. Okay. Um, and this was through Dale Rutledge, uh, uh, who's a uh, uh, partner and him have gone to this uh, a few years in a row because um, uh, you used to work for Variety and go and like do 
business stuff. D- Dale is your, uh, your co-host, co-host on, on Wrestling Compadres podcast on uh, Fox Sports. Yes. And um, uh, so they've gone and they do business stuff. Like he knows the McMahons through working through variety and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so they get an invitation to go and uh, they're always interested to go. And uh, they've gone every year that they uh, attending WrestleMania. And this year he said to me, do you want to go? And I said, yeah. That sounds fascinating. Yeah. What the fuck is it? Yeah. And he's like, it's all business discussed. So we go and you walk into the hotel and uh, at their hotel, um, I don't remember which one it was. It's a very fancy hotel. Okay. It's very, very nice. And so the shuttles are being loaded with a bunch of other wrestlers. Like they're going to access, they're going to things like that is the headquarters of all WWE you know, for everyone to be lodged and to ship out and go to places. And so they got, it's like their, their home base for all of WrestleMania week. Exactly. Okay. So we're watching a bunch of wrestlers loading up into shuttles and stuff. And you, yeah, I mean, you want to be a fan and just go like, Holy shit. There's like a bunch of you that don't get along. Mm -hmm. This is amazing to see. And wow, this and that, like you want to take a big group photo. You want to do so. You can't do any of that. Yeah. You just can't. There's no (laughs) way. Um, you'll get your ass beat or like, it just doesn't work. So you just sort of, there's no like sign saying not to, you just kind of feel like this would not be appropriate. Yeah. You're just watching Noah's Ark being filled up with two of every animal and you go, well, that's really cool. All right, now I'll just walk away now. Uh-huh. Uh, so we walk into the hotel, and in the lobby is uh, a bunch of business people, a bunch of people that work with different corporations. They work with Snickers, they work with Toys R Us, they work with Mattel, they work with all these different things. And you are overhearing, "Oh, well, that's great. Does it hurt when you're in the ring?" Oh boy, really? Because they're talking with wrestlers that are there. Wow, they're talking with wrestlers that are dressed up to the nines, like in nice suits and everything that are there as a part of the WrestleMania business. Who are some of the wrestlers that are there that you remember seeing? Baron Corbin. (laughs) That was not the first name I thought was going to come out of your mouth. I'm just thinking of the the first people that I saw. (laughs) That's not the first guy I would think of to send to schmooze with the Snickers and executives. Are you ready for the weirdest one? Uh Or do you want that one later? (laughs) No, now. Braun Strowman. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I said that on Compadres yeah. this week that uh, Braun Strowman, the perception of him as the wrestler, it's just this, it's the thing that Vince loves. Yeah. It's this gigantic, almost seven foot guy that's burly and mean and nasty and yells. Yeah. But like Gremlins 2, the new batch. He's been injected with the brain <laughs> hormone that makes him speak eloquently and uh, like has this verbose vocabulary. Yeah. You're blown away by him. You walk by and you go, what the fuck? <laughs> You're able to do this? It's It, it blows your mind that he, he, you hear like this. Well, we've been working at this for a long time and we expect great results at what uh, ultimately is happening. Like, what? <laughs> the guy whose entrance theme starts off with you yelling. Yeah. This is what people must feel like when they're like at at Kane's like mayoral symposium in yeah. Tennessee or wherever the hell he's running for mayor right now. Yeah. And they're like, where's his voice box? <laughs> he's yeah. not using that. 
Um, so that so there so this is like FaceTime where the executives get to schmooze with the wrestlers. Yes, the you know they they've watched at some point. They maybe they, wow. they maybe they are like real real fans or they watch casually because they have to deal with it for their. See, this is what I'm talking about. This behind the scenes stuff. In all, I've never ever heard of anything like this existing. It's so weird. Okay, and, but it's great. Um, so walking through there, uh, Seth Rollins is there. Chris Jericho's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just see other wrestlers passing that they're either coming from the gym or they're doing something. So everybody's in suits, but then you'll see Xavier Woods walking through with shorts on and a tank top or something. Yeah, well, at least he had that on. Right. <laughs> and it's like, all right, well, you can't be here, but yeah. you are here. So you can't. It's it's so strange. And then there's uh, a big breakfast buffet. Oh. And in, in, in this uh, banquet hall, we can go eat. But we wanted to eat. Like, we're starving, but... You know, Dale and I were too excited. It's like, well, we, you know, we want to talk with these guys. We want to say, and we want to do a little bit of business. Like, we want to say, hey, we're with Fox Sports. Nintendo. You're able to do that. Yeah. Like, okay. We're able to say that we're with something. We we didn't just sneak in as fans. Right. <laughs> you know, that I'm right. sure they have to deal with every so often. It's it's like, oh, we, we well, like, we have a little badge of sorts. Yeah. Like, we belong here. Are there any of the McMahons there? No. Okay. Um. And uh, so we're doing all this and, uh, you know, we, we, we don't eat, we don't eat, we don't eat. And uh, we, we talk with Baron and Braun and Big Show a little bit. We get some photos taken with some of these guys. And um, we're also just too polite. We, you know, we see other people that are talking and honestly, they might be working up huge business deals. Right. This might be very important to all these guys. Like we heard Big Show talking about that, you know, he's been getting in such great shape because he wants to do Marvel movies. Yeah. Like he, he wants to get on on that. I don't know if anyone from Marvel's there. I don't know what a Marvel executive looks like. Right, I don't right. know that industry. He might be talking to someone from that. So I don't want to cut in and yeah. go, hey, would you like to do another interview at some point? <laughs> right. You know, your 30,000th interview to talk about bullshit? Right. Or do you want to score a deal for yourself? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we we get a chance to meet a, a fair amount of people, and everybody's super cool. Because mm. um, I think they have to be, because they might not know who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so then we the uh, company is pr- you got to imagine that WWE corrals all the wrestlers before a thing like that and it's like here's how to act here's yeah. what to say here's what to do right they've got to have like talking points of like here's what we expect out of you there's no Scott Steiner's working for that company right. for a reason <laughs> yeah you know it's interesting because that there's there's something we're, we're joking there but like it really makes you think like as a fan we're always like. Yeah, why don't they do this? And why can't they get a little more raunchy? And why can't they have this type of guy? Or why can't they this? And it's like, we never see this side of their business, in fairness to WWE, right? <laughs> like, they've got to take... This is this is a side of uh, what makes that company function that we don't often take into consideration as fans. That they've got to serve these folks, too. These corporate clients. Because I'd love to say, on the flip side, it's like, well, I can't tell all these stories because... Curtain Jerks has a sponsorship of Snickers, mm-hmm. and they have a sponsorship of Nike, and they have a sponsorship of uh, New Line Cinema. I don't know if that's around, but it's all these things that you go, uh, look, people are paying us to put on a product that's friendly to everybody, right? and that's what helps keeps us going. right? I don't have that, so that's why I'm saying what I'm saying. Mm. WWE doesn't rely on this money but it sure as shit helps yeah so that's they're in business this right. is business yeah, right 
Um, it is a business summit. So is there a, a is it like is there any kind of presentation at some point or something? Yeah. So they announced that the presentation will be starting. We get as many photos as we can right at the end. We go and grab as much food as we can, <laughs> shovel it in our faces. <laughs> and it's delicious yeah. food. It's really nice hotel. Like, oh, it's so good. And you wanted to eat more beforehand, but you just shove whatever you can in your face. And then we go run into the summit. So it's, I, I guess if I were to ballpark. I'm not great at this. I'd say about three to 500 people are there okay. in the audience. That's a lot. At these long tables, and they, they, they put in front of you, they put a WrestleMania bottle of water <laughs> uh, yeah. that I haven't opened yet. Like, I'm being super nerdy Never about it. it. It's a fucking bottle of water. It's made. It's just not water. It's Big Show's sweat. <laughs> That's how he, like, when he lost all that weight, they collected his sweat, <laughs> and they bottled it up for sale at WrestleMania. They give you a, a WrestleMania pen light. Sure. Uh, and there might have been something else, too. I don't quite remember. So when you're writing... Oh, a, in little, your... a little journal. A little, they give you a WWE little journal. Oh, that's perfect. So you can, when you're writing in your diary at night about in the dark about how much you love WrestleMania, <laughs> you can do it on your WrestleMania pen light and journal. Exactly. Yeah. Or all the stats that they we are for soon going to hear at the business. Oh, uh, boy. Jot down there. So here comes like PowerPoint presentation of WWE's influence around the world. Pretty much. Okay. Like out comes Vince to start. He does. Vince kicks the whole thing off. Jesus. This is amazing. And a, and a, and a speech that feels like this could have been the past four years speeches <laughs> with a theme of, we just want to say thank you. Uh-huh. Well, for everything that's happened this year, for everything that you've done, for all that has happened, uh, bringing the world together, we say thank you. Wow. For all the da 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 thank you. And then as he leaves, it feels like you don't quite know. Being a, theater, a fellow theater guy, Mark, you know when the blackout occurs, like when we're on stage yeah. and uh, there's a scene transition, yeah. whether in a play or in a, in a uh, sketch show. When the lights black out, yeah, people can still see for what one, two seconds, right? That the light hasn't completely left the room, the eyes are refocusing, yeah. and there's still a little bit of like sort of natural hue that you can see, and you can see what the performer does on stage. <laughs> Did Vince drop his pants and take a shit on the Snickers logo? <laughs> I wish. And by the way, Snickers, you're fired. <laughs> The lights go dim, and all the um, presentation that he gave yeah. just drops out of the bottle. <laughs> as he walks off stage, and what you can only look and perceive is like a, Jesus Christ, this is the one time I could have slept. This is, I could have been doing this. I have my workout to do. Yeah. And he sh- sort of shuffles uh, perturbed off stage. <laughs> That's <laughs> how I perceive it. Yeah. I may be wrong, right. but that's how I read it. Because yeah. his body language was different when he was talking to everybody with all that cash in their pocket. Yeah. Uh, we then get presentations from what I understand, the entire executive branch of WWE. From what I understand, they don't have a large uh, amount of executives mm. there. I think it's about six or seven people. Okay. So Vince McMahon, um, Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. Paul Levesque. Paul Levesque. Mm-hmm. That AKA- came out to this kicking song, by the mm-hmm. way. A.K.A. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yes. Oh, I should. I, I, I forgot about this. I, I totally uh, uh, blanked on this, partially because I hated half of it. So New Day kicks it all off. So they, it was Xavier in that outfit, it's like they just ran with it. They, <laughs> oh, they no. put on their New Day gear. They come out. They kick everything off. Watching 
everyone to clap along with New Day Rocks. Wow. Like, this is like watching the Reagans with the gospel choir, that clip. I don't know if you ever saw that yeah. years and years ago where, you know, you what are you supposed to clap on? Uh, two and four. Yeah. But everybody's, uh, you know, all the white nerdy people are clapping on one and three. Right. <laughs> it's what's happening all right. over the room. Oh, like, man. they're not clapping in the right moments. And, it's uh, early in the morning on a Saturday. And, uh-huh. Yeah. In like a corporate like hotel convention center room. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even do it right. Like new day rocks. New day rocks. New day rocks. No, you're too good. I can't do it. Like, you got too much rhythm, Narva. You got too much rhythm. They come out, they kick everything off. Enzo and Cass come out and then say some stuff to him, too. And it's it it goes on way too long, and they acknowledge that. Well, as do all of New Day and Enzo and Cass's promos. Yeah. <laughs> so Vince comes out, does that. Then we see the executives coming out. And there's a WWE Films exec, and there's a couple other ones who I'd not seen before, but they come out and they talk. And they all talk about... Overall, the success of WWE, which made sense. I asked Dale, I'm like, do they ever talk about the downside or anything that went wrong? He's like, no. Would you? Yeah, like, right. No. It makes sense. They're talking about everything that goes great. The network, uh, globally, mm-hmm. everything has a theme of international. <clears throat> They're going to go very big and very international this year mm-hmm. because everything's been uh, doing very well all over, the, all over the world. Japan is huge. China's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. India's getting bigger. Like all of these things, it's it's all has a theme of international, and they have all these different video packages. They give you all these stats. They hit you with so much stuff, you just walk away and go, "It's just the biggest, best thing that there is in the planet." Like, wow. There's no way that WWE just doesn't own the world. They won you over. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's like I should just give them more money right now. <laughs> right. So, um, all of that happens. Everybody's nice and friendly, and then uh, afterwards. Uh, we we see during the presentation, uh, John Cena had come out. He spoke a little bit. Wow, they um, bring out. I mean, like for real, like they're bringing out the big gun. Like this is a big deal for them. This is this huge, event. This is huge. It's not event. something that we as fans hear a single thing about. Like I have never heard of this event. I've never seen it in a wrestling newsletter on a wrestling website anywhere ever. There's no reporters, but this is a big deal for them in their world. Oh yeah, yeah. this is corporate business. You know, I'm sure there's probably something like this for the NFL for the Super Bowl. Right. Something in the morning that happens on the day of or the day before sometime in that week where they go through and they go, here's what we're doing. Here's what happened last year. And here's how we kicked its ass this year. Man, to think that they're we just just when you think about already how much they're producing that we know about, mm-hmm. which is a really an astounding amount of 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 television mm-hmm. in those few days, the Hall of Fame and NXT and the the pre-show and the WrestleMania and all the kickoff stuff and, and all the other stuff. television and then that's raw and content. Smackdown. Right. And that's just television, and they're doing stuff like this, too, that they have to spend the whole year getting ready for. Mm-hmm. Wow. Unbelievable. So it's it's huge. Cena comes out, and also uh, all the women's champions come out oh. in gear. Wow. That what do you was, mean all the women's? There's two, right? There was three. Wow. There was Bailey as Raw Women's oh. Champion. You got Alexa Bliss as SmackDown Women's Champion, and you had uh, Asuka. 
as NXT Women's uh, Champion. With the, with the new belt or the Jizdon belt? The Jizzy belt. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, the no. super, super Jizzy belt. Oh, no. It was a problem. Everybody kept slipping on stage. <laughs> I like how after that video came out, the page video came out with the belt, WWE was like, you know, um, <laughs> we're going to get uh, just all new NXT titles. <laughs> just all of them. You mean just the women's title? You would not. I mean, it has nothing to do with that. We're just going to get them all new. We just had this idea, and we just decided now we'll get all new titles. <laughs> Someone's going, well, they didn't jizz on all of them. <laughs> just change out the women's. <laughs> and so the divas come out. All the divas <laughs> come out, and they're also in gear, which seemed a little sad. Sad. Yeah, because it's like, hey, girls, dress a little skimpy and put on all this stuff <laughs> at nine in the morning. Yeah. Cause unless they're going to access or something like that right afterwards, but even yeah. still like Luke Harper got to wear normal people clothes when he was signing <laughs> autographs at access. Like they didn't go put on a tank top and make it look like shit. <laughs> so they all come out and I, I guess this was, yeah. uh, Dale had mentioned, he, he said, I think this is the first time that all the women, and been on stage together mm-hmm. with all of their champions. Oh. Like that had not been a really a thing that is just seen before. Okay, so it was all a big thing, big press stuff. Of, of I mean, amongst their WWE photographers, those were not Newsweek or right. Anything okay, else. Um, and then so everything ends, and uh, Dale knows the McMahons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and had done an interview with Triple H recently in England for the uh, UK tournament. Right, I listened to it on the uh, on Compadres. Yeah, so we walk towards the stage, and it's now like this is borderline fandom again, and trying to do business. But how do you do this? Right. I see some people walk up on stage. It's like fair game now. Like the presentation is over. What do we do? Dale is just as polite as I am. Of like, uh, I'll I'll sort of wait. I'll, I'll wait to be seen. I don't yeah. really want to do anything. And I'm, I'm getting the, uh, the itch and I'm like, we got to just kind of go up there. Like this may all end. They're going to triple H is going to go away. He's got shit to do. John Cena is going to go. away. He's got shit to do. Like they're being fan friendly. They're taking photos with people and chatting, but being polite. It's not going to get us anything. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Cause we're polite. And so Cena goes away. It's like, ah, shit. All right. But what do you want out of this moment? You want to just say hey to them. Just want yeah it's, yeah. it's like anything. It's it's the weirdest thing to me, and it's and it sucks because you see what it is. the The most popular people in the world, these celebrities, these actors, these wrestlers, they are. Everyone wants their time, and that's the one thing they really can't give them because they're doing everything for you already. Mm-hmm. Like, John Cena's on TV, he's performing, he's doing everything that he can. And then when you see him, you want more. Right. You want to have a moment and have a connection and go like, you gave me this. You did this for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, I know everybody told me this. Right. Like, fuck. Like, right. it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah. Everybody's like, the last time I saw my father, we were watching your match at the thing. And he's like, that's amazing. You're the 17th person to tell me that. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you just want those moments. You want to mm-hmm. be there. You want to, you want to take the photo. You want to do whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, but he leaves. Triple H leaves. Um, and I'm like, like, Dale, get new Triple H. Like, we got to start getting up there. We got to do this. Mm-hmm. Linda McMahon is there. She is. She's there. Wow. Ballsy. Walking, uh, no, the, she was wearing a dress. Oh. You couldn't see him. Oh. <laughs> um, she walks by and it's like, I kind of want to say something. Wow. Like, like, now of all times, it's like, all- you got to get someone in the White House's photo. Yeah. 
And um, so I'm like, Dale, come on. Like, I'm starting to get like, Dale, come on. I, I just walk up on stage. And then he, he <laughs> and the spotlight me. hits you. And you're like, like this is. This is my moment. I got to say. You grab the microphone. <laughs> WWE Livewire isn't doing well. <laughs> Finally, I got that off my chest. Stephanie McMahon is talking with someone. And then Dale and, and, and Mark are talking with someone. And then I catch eyes with Stephanie because I'm just standing there politely. Eh, it doesn't sound like you're that polite if you're staring straight into Stephanie's eyes. <laughs> and when she looked your way, you locked eyes. Well, uh, she was wearing a dress, too, so I couldn't stare at her breast, Mark. <laughs> it's very difficult. Um, so I, I, you know, just occasionally look over that way because I don't know anybody else. Like, she's someone who I'm aware of. Right. And then she reaches out. And uh, slowly, gently caresses your beard. It took a long time. She grabs my arm. Oh. And she goes, hello. And I go, hi. And then she pulls in and gives me a kiss. Hello. What? Yeah. And I freeze. What? I don't know what to do. And I just go, I'm friends with Dale. Did she think, wait a minute. You've never met her before? I met her as a fan Oh, like, okay, but not like, like 14 years ago. Oh, okay. On the on the first Fox Sports Wrestling Wait, Compadres. Did she Slam think Cash. you were somebody else or something? <laughs> or she's just she's just working the room. She went Bruce Willis? <laughs> and I went no 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 no. And she's like, "Oh, Luke Perry?" No, but I mean, why I get that she's smooching, but why would she be that intimate to like kiss you? Well, uh I said I'm friends with Dale and she goes, Oh, I know. I saw you guys walk up. Together. Oh, for God's sakes. <laughs> but she doesn't know who I am. I go, my name is Scott. She goes, yeah. nice to meet you, Scott. Yeah. I'm Stephanie. I'm like, oh, oh hi. Uh-huh. So we chat a little bit. Well, but what do you mean? No, you can't skip over. We chat a little bit. That's what we're, this is what we're here for, Scott. What can you reveal? Uh, I can reveal, I, I say, uh, th- this, w- this was a really fascinating presentation. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I'm sort of just taking in the event. Like, yeah. this is all, I'm very excited for the week. Like, everything's yeah. going really well. Meanwhile, I sound like a dying mule yeah. still. And I'm like, oh, she kissed me. She might get sick. Right. Like, she's gotten the closest of anyone. Because <laughs> you were very sick. Yeah. yeah. Carmella didn't kiss me. She might get out of this already. Did you say anything like, why have you been so mean to Mick Foley on TV? <laughs> or like, <laughs> I didn't give you permission to kiss me. Back off. That's not okay. I'm dating someone. How dare you? Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do any of that. I was. Uh, I'm just enamored to like be talking with her. Yeah. I, my memory was I wanted to just relate a story of I happened to meet you years ago at a SummerSlam and you were overly gracious to all the fans when Triple H was like, not today, guys, <laughs> walked right off <laughs> and you made time for everybody. Wow. And she that's what she was still doing. Did you find her in person? She plays on television an unlikable character. She yes. always has been an unlikable heel on WWE TV. Anytime I've seen her doing any presentation or talking in an interview, yeah. she often acknowledges that and laughs about it. And do you find her to be much different in real life? Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, and it's not even a... I've met Vince once before, and it's still different than that. Like, she is... She's incredibly good at public relations. Really? She is able to talk with you and make you feel like you're special. Mm. She's a really good politician is what uh-huh. she is. Yeah. She if she probably didn't give a shit, mm-hmm. but made it seem like she did. Like, I was really important to talk to at that moment. Yeah. And um, you got to think, too, like, 
It's freaking WrestleMania weekend. You busy? They have kids. Her husband's wrestling the next day, mm-hmm. and she's like grabbing you to say hi. Yeah, she's and kissing me. She's first. practically making out with you. <laughs> she's taking the time out of her weekend to French kiss you on the stage of the WrestleMania Business Summit. Triple H left. I mean, I don't blame her. <laughs> he walked backstage. So you're talking to her. What, is there anything else you will reveal about it's, the company? It was really brief, because okay. then her and Dale uh, see each other, and they just start chatting right away. They just away. start boning. They just, they, yeah, just just boners. Just her boner, his boner, just slapping. Yes. Um, and they're they're chatting, they're chatting, and then, uh, uh, you know, I end up talking with Stephanie McMahon's assistant. Oh. And I'm just like, oh, hi, I'm Scott, by the way. And she's like, oh, hi, I'm Stephanie's assistant. I'm like, oh. Is that Mick Foley? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he's just holding his hip, saying, I'm in so much pain. Please, <laughs> please just let me get surgery. <laughs> um, and uh, so we chat a little bit. And I want to ask her tons of stuff, yeah. but I don't. <laughs> like, I just want to go, is, this, is everything okay? Like, <laughs> like, what do you have to, what's the weirdest shit you have to get? Like, do you have to get weird like i need hard-boiled eggs now yeah i don't know but she's just very nice and um you know she does she's doing a periodic like uh this just happened like she's checking her phone and informing stephanie of things and stephanie's like, like what would be a thing I, she's just going like uh you know that paul has arrived here oh uh, this uh, like everything went well uh with the earlier session she's just saying things that's like what does it mean she just turns to you and goes save me <laughs> I'm like, all right let's go wait we got to make sure we get a tote bag before we leave um and uh, so Dale and Stephanie are talking a whole bunch and just very excited for everything. And just she's saying, oh, please just reach out anything you need to do. And they, they just have a history. And so they're right. And uh, and I just uh, sort of say to Dale, like, we need to get a photo. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is that? I'm like, we need to all get a photo. Mm-hmm. And so very smooth. Very smooth. We get a photo. And mm-hmm. uh, Linda stops by. Linda's chatting with Stephanie. And I'm like, we need to get a photo. Yeah. And Linda. It didn't pull the trigger on that one, which is probably ah. bad to say about someone in the White House. But it's it, we just didn't. We didn't. <laughs> Boy, make the it four happen. of you together have been great on Instagram. Oh my god! Caption: Double date. <laughs> <laughs> Dibs. Um, and uh, but uh, just briefly met Linda and like, oh Linda, this is this and this. And that. You like, did, yeah. And that was that was dear in the head. Like, hi. Yes, you you got a great theme song. Were Didn't you as in, were you as taken by her as I feel like I am when I watch her on the uh, on the hearings? Yeah, because again, just she's a politician. She's a practicing politician, and yeah, makes you feel in that moment. She does the 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 firm handshake and yeah, makes eye contact, and you just go like, oh. This was important. Right. And I'm sure they've been well trained mm-hmm. to do that, but it doesn't make it. But so what? It's still, it, it feels special in that moment. It is special in that moment, yeah. right? Yeah. I, in my head, I went, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> it had that same effect. Yeah. So um, it's it's all great and fun. And then um, we leave and we are given a tote bag. We're given a, a WrestleMania tote bag. Sure. Uh, and I, at this point, by by Stephanie herself, <laughs> by some hotel employee, I think that. And here's your tote bag. She's sizing people up. What's weird is, um, being someone that's received like three tote bags in their life now, mm-hmm. where um, I'm like, hold on, I don't think you guys got this tote bag business correct, because you got shirts in there. Yeah, and they range from large to XL, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. They might get bigger and they might get smaller. Yeah. You should indicate what's on the bag. Yeah. And you should then 
have the people handing out the bag saying, what shirt size are you? So you went back up on the stage and found Linda and Stephanie and told them this, right? I told them that. I'm like, here's what's wrong <laughs> with your tote you. bag giveaway. That's what you should have said. If you had known when you had that moment on stage with the mic, you could have said all that. I, I, I really wish I had done that. <laughs> you know, I just ordered maybe my first ever t-shirt from WWE shop in my entire life. What? Yeah, or at least since I was a kid. Uh, what? Because I I don't really, I, I rarely uh, buy anything from there. I bought some stuff from Pro Wrestling Tees, oh. other stuff. Oh, one of those. Yeah. I of, won't help the machine. Yeah, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm one of those assholes. And you know what I bought? What? A Southpaw shirt. <laughs> what? Like, nothing shirt? Yeah, it's Southpaw. <laughs> what is it, Southpaw Regional Wrestling? So, But anyways, I'm a big guy. So I always buy double X large to make sure it's going to fit me because sometimes X large doesn't fit me. Okay. I bought a double XL from WWE shop and that thing is enormous on me, <laughs> but I almost always get double X large and I'm fine. And mm-hmm. this thing is huge. And I was like, WWE sizes run big. Did you shrink it? They No, I got to return it. It's too big. It's it's way too big. Oh man, yeah, I gotta send it back. Okay. Or I would have I would have worn it here tonight if I if it fit properly, just to <laughs> just to get under your skin. <laughs> um, what? Did, uh, first of all, yes, I can't believe that you were would have considered not telling this story. This is amazing. It's it's super weird. I also just I don't know. I I guess I also thought like oh people know of this thing. Nobody I, knows. When of I had this no thing. idea. Of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'm exposed to something, I go like oh I guess everybody knows what this is, right? No. So you leave with your tote bag, and then what is Saturday night for you guys? Did you guys go to takeover? Uh, Dale went to takeover. Okay. Uh, Dale and I think uh, uh did Johnny? No, John. Like we all had different things that happened that night. Like uh, Johnny was. Uh, Johnny LaCroix of everybody uh, from the Compadres. Compadres crew. He was uh, uh, commentating a CZW match. Oh, okay. a, a show, a show, not a match. Uh, the entire show. Dale went to NXT Takeover, and uh, I went with Shane Hartline to uh, Ring of Honor SuperCard Nine. Yeah, buddy. Um, which uh, bullshit name? They don't have a SuperCard game online, <laughs> unlike <laughs> WWE SuperCard, which I play a lot. Yes, too well, much. Uh huh. Um. And uh, the uh, idea was, uh, if all had worked out perfectly... Oh, and we went to Access in between uh, to, okay. to do more. We talked with Rob Schamberger, um, and that dude is just... That's a cool dude. Like ah. That guy gets to do exactly what he wants to do. Oh. Uh, that is all WWE, of course, I guess. <laughs> yes. He's like, oh, I want to paint everybody from ROH. Someone's over him like, no. You are not allowed to do that. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. You get a, a sense of the uh, the the pulse of what the fans dig from him. I've gotten that two years in a row okay. now. Like last year when I was at a table where he was and it, uh, other people knew him that were chatting with him and I was just sort of there. Mm-hmm. Um, there were uh, his wife, Katie, was there helping work the table of selling uh, paintings and everything. Uh, two different families came up. With an exasperated father that, with nothing else said, they said, do you have any more Roman Reigns stuff? What? Yeah. And he's like, they're selling out of it at Chop Zone. Or the, the, in the in the big superstore. Like, it's it's gone. 
or they just couldn't find what they were looking for. And the kids want Roman Reigns stuff. Oh, man. And it happened again this oh, year. Oh, no. People walk it up of like, I need Roman Reigns stuff. People fucking love Roman Reigns. Kids love Roman Reigns. Don't They're tell buying me this. this stuff. This is a nightmare. Don't what, tell me this, Scott. Whether that happened the night after WrestleMania, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that just it, it's sort of neat being around that, seeing what people are buying. Yeah. It's the thing that you always hear, you yes. know, like Meltzer and everybody says like, look, there Pete, there are people. <laughs> it's not us, but there are people, there's families, there's kids, there's people who buy this merchandise, it sells. There are business reasons mm-hmm. that they have kept this guy. They don't want to turn this guy heel. Yeah. Right. And and then you're right and you see those people go, "Shit, I yeah. guess there's they just bought $150 worth of Roman Reigns stuff. Right. <laughs> There's exasperated dads out there with their families who are yeah. invested in Roman Reigns being a baby face. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so uh, th- that was great. And then so everything that happened leaving access, because as I described before, it's a difficult place to get to. Right. And a difficult place to There's leave. There's a W lot and a water lot. Yeah. And there's things. And yeah. we thought we got closer this time and we still weren't even close. Yeah. <laughs> so as we leave, it was... Um, this happens in the improv community. I, I feel that used to happen a lot before, like living in Los Angeles. Mm. But if you go to a show or something like that and you're with somebody and you want to leave, you have to do so many stop and chats. Mm-hmm. Like you have to in your world, maybe you work in an office or something like that. It's like, I can't get out of here in mm-hmm. 10 minutes. Right. Because I'm going to see Lorraine from accounting and I'm going to see, you know, Gary <laughs> from accounting. That's right. Everybody from accounting. Accounting's a big department. And, uh, so as Dale and I are leaving, like Dale runs into all these people that he knows and we're doing all these stopping chats. I'm like, we're late. Mm-hmm. This is going to take an hour to get to ROH. All right. You're like, I got, then that was the, that was the night of the, the Hardys against the young bucks, right? Yes. Too yeah. sweet or delete. Yes. And, um, we had set to do interviews for wrestling compadres and for on your mark, we we're going to do a double, mm-hmm. a double. I was saying duo and double. Sure. A double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. And, uh, um, we're running into everybody. We can't get out of there. Okay. And then I start running into people. And as I see them, like, I go, I got to say hi, right? Mm-hmm. This is the one time I can do that. So I'm saying hi to people and then introducing them to Dale. And so are you like super late to ROH? Super late to ROH. Oh, no. <laughs> we're like 40 minutes late. Oh, that's not that bad. But for the interview slot, we don't have that much time. Oh, right. Because we, we roughly... you're not just going as fans. You're going there to get these interviews. We're going there to get these interviews. And Dale's driving an hour out of his way to take me there to do the interviews and then drive an hour back. Okay. To go to NXT TakeOver. Wow. Everything so this stuff wasn't, this stuff wasn't super close. close. Okay. No, not at all. And um, it's just a drag drive, too. Like, it's just... Really? You don't see anything. There's nothing going on. It's just... And you're tired. Yeah. I felt bad for him. So we get there, and uh, we have everything ready to go. Oh, one of my favorite parts about going to this ROH show. So it's in a much smaller uh, arena, but it's still an arena. Like, it's still sizable. Um, But as we walk by the glass doors on the outside... Um, Shane just tries to open a door. <laughs> and hey, buy tickets. We, Jesus Christ, fellas. We had tickets. Support indie wrestling. <laughs> uh, we had tickets, but we're looking for a spot to just get in. And, um, but Shane just tries to open a door. Someone that works there walks by, sees that, and then opens the door. <laughs> And we all walk in and I think, oh, we're going to get to the spot where we go and we pick up our tickets, the will call office and then go and do that. 
Well, we're in the arena now. Well, hey. Some guy just let a bunch of people in with suitcases. <laughs> it doesn't know what's inside. So fuck security. Sounds safe. <laughs> yeah. Some guy just is like, fuck this job. I'm done. Maybe he thought they were uh, money in the bank contracts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we walk in and then we, we go and uh, we're, we're taken to where the press room is. Now. There's an ROH press room. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm fucking floored, too. I mean, I'm a fan of ROH. That sounded shitty the way I said that. I'm a huge ROH fan. I just wouldn't expect them to have a press room. And I didn't know what would be in there. And my expectations were just about right. Okay. Um, It wasn't exactly the breakfast spread that you'd had that morning. No. But even (laughs) still, I just thought, oh, this might look... Maybe this will look different than what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm just being uh, uh, a really sarcastic asshole when Mm -hmm. I think about this. (laughs) Yeah. No, I wasn't. Okay. I was right. <laughs> it so was we, not sophisticated. No, okay. it wasn't. So we walk into this really dark, dark room. Uh, maybe there's like four lights in it entirely. It's a it's a sizable room of like a... It's like a size of a classroom. Okay. And uh, we walk in and we see... We just sort of scan the room. There's all the big names of ROH that are sitting across a table okay that looks like it may be used for the show <laughs> okay and um, it's going to get broken later <laughs> yeah and um uh there's not a lot of sophisticated equipment okay and there's not a lot of sophisticated dressed people either okay <laughs> granted this is from a guy who was wearing an Orlando Rage jersey <laughs> at the WrestleMania row that's an XFL team yeah yep um but it's still like some semblance of like somebody somewhere has got to be wearing something, right? That looks like that looks I'm official pressed. that would tell you where to go and what to do. Or you just think like, I've been to these. Everyone's wearing shitty T-shirts and shorts. Like, I'll be the guy that dresses up uh, and I'll get treated differently. Uh-huh. No one has that mindset. <laughs> um, and we walk in and it's full. Like, everybody's been doing interviews. Everyone's been doing oh, all okay. this. And it's like, we uh, there's no room for you. And oh. I, Dale's like, well, we need something. And I know that tone is like. Hey, we're Fox Sports. Yeah. I was like, good on you, Dale. Mm-hmm. Like, you you said something that I kind of want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes, well, uh, let me see what I can do. Finds another room. Well lit. Just <laughs> immediately walk in and the mood is not depressing. <laughs> like, that other room feels like the entire movie of The Wrestler. Oh, no. Oh, no. And you walk into this oh, other no. room and you're People like. People are selling their VHS tapes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And you walk into this other room and you're like, hey, it's La La Land. Like, it's so nice. <laughs> And he goes, we can get you set up here. And I'm talking with Dale. And he's like, I got to go. And I said, shit, I'd love to be able to do both. He's like, just do what you got to do. So we just set up for On Your Mark. And we do that. And we we get Dalton Castle to come in. They do it. And uh, the, the guy, we are the main press guy. Uh, or PR person tells whoever the Wrangler is for to get people in here. He goes, don't forget that they're in here because we're in another room entirely. <laughs> so so he had been instructed by Dale who to give us. Well, what were you guys going to do? Just be in there all night and do what? Well, what, we, are, what are they worried about? Well, we did. We had like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. of, the, of the allotted time. So we're under the gun, like, we're scared, like we're setting up, and we're just worried, like what's gonna happen? Yeah, there's no guarantees with any of this stuff. And um, so we get Dalton Castle. He comes in, he does it, he plays long, has a good time. And then um, were the boys there? Uh, no, they were not. Uh-oh. And Dalton was in street gear. Oh, and uh, so then I'm like, I-, I don't know. So he leaves, and upon him leaving, this is maybe twenty seconds of time between Shane and I talking and going mm. like. 
all right, um, I guess I'll try and prep more of this or I'll, I'll see what I can go do. Boom. Hardy's walk in. Yeah. Hardy's walk in. And it's, it's, this is exciting. And oh shit, I'm not ready mm-hmm. at all. We're, we're mentally, spiritually, physically, yeah, equipment uh, wise. Yeah, everything. Like, we're, we're doing a, you're a, broken. A real gorilla shoot. <laughs> For lack of broken. a better term, you're broken at this point. We, we are, we are running and gunning on, on very little. And, yeah. uh, Hardy's walk in. And it was really nice to see, uh, Matt and Shane recognize each other from previously. Oh, okay. Right. Like they immediately headed off and said, like, hey, good to see you again. Uh-huh. Cause I had spoken with Matt briefly before, uh, during a compadres interview and mentioned like, Hey, we'd love to to have you involved again. And and he told me, it's like, I am so busy. I can't get back to everybody. Yeah. And I believe him. Sure. Um, but he's forced to in this situation. Right. PR stuck in a room with you guys has said, be in there. It's Fox sports. And then sees us. And it's like, I don't know what you guys pulled, (laughs) but like, but those are the assholes from on your mark. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, shit, you got me. (laughs) And he is a good sport. And he's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah." Uh And, and Jeff has no idea. Um, because he didn't do the show before. He hadn't seen it. And I don't think he's going like, Hey, Matt, Show me all the projects you've done on the internet. <laughs> so uh, he he. Well, Jeff is busy mowing that lawn. <laughs> that is Do you know true. how much time it takes him to mow that lawn into those into that design? I wish I knew because I really want to know. <laughs> I want to know how long that takes. Um, and Matt gives Jeff a little rundown, and Jeff's like, "All right, he's he's just totally on board." He's like, "Yeah, let's do this," and uh, we waste no time. We get right into it. Um, Having no idea what happens less than 24 hours from that moment. Yeah. Wow. Here you guys interview. I mean, looking back now, you guys got a special interview here with broken Matt Hardy and brother Nero. And then 24 hours later, less than 24 24 hours later, later. they're going to be debuting or or, or returning to WWE on WrestleMania as the Hardy boys with a Z. (laughs) And they know it. Like They know it. Let me add to this. Yeah. This is... The last interview that the Hardys do, that Broken Matt and Brother Nero do. Wow. This is the last thing. They left to go prep for the match. How cool. And they didn't do any interviews the following day. How cool. This is the last interview that they do right before a tag team ladder match. Right. At ROH. Right. Less than 24 hours before their WWE return to WrestleMania, their surprise return for a tag team ladder match. Yeah. Amazing. And they know. And that interview is online and on, on your mark on yes. the YouTube channel. Now, if anybody wants to check it out, it's great. It's Matt and Jeff and, and, and Marky, Marky Extreme. Extreme. And, and Skeeter uh, Pops in there. And Skeeter Pops in there. And it's very cool. But uh, so on the way out, did they go? My, my highlight of it, because uh, yeah. we, we had been shooting and there's a moment in there. I don't want to give too much because I feel like it's a special on your mark stuff to talk about. There's a moment that uh, happens where people break. Like mm-hmm. everyone breaks on camera, which I I don't think I've seen that in an on your mark episode. Like in being, <laughs> where you all start you. laughing. Everyone starts laughing, <laughs> and those moments feel great because sometimes you're like, I hope everyone's cool with what's happening right now. Right, and so everyone laughs, and so we stop and we reset and we start again. And that was my moment to feel like I'll jump in there as Skeeter. And um, afterwards, when we were done, Jeff immediately lunges towards me and goes. Hey man, really like that character. Didn't expect that. That was super funny. <laughs> oh, good. And I all I want to say is, 
well, it's no Itchweed or Willow. And I'm like, he may hit me. (laughs) But I meant it as a compliment, but I don't say it. I'm just like, thanks. The Jeff Hardy who makes the weirdest fucking characters thought my character was funny. Yeah. So that that was like, oh, this is great. Yeah, that's great. And then does he go, we're going back to WB tomorrow. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we're in the tag team ladder match. Okay, see you. We're going to win. <laughs> he's just so moved. He's just so enjoyed your character that he like reveals everything. <laughs> and Matt elbows him like, stop it. <laughs> like kids on a road trip. Hey, man, that was great. That was really funny. Listen, we're not going to be able to use the broken characters when we return to WWE tomorrow. Oh, this lawsuit with TNA, it's a mess. But we'll be the Hardy Boys with a Z. We're going to be the tag team ladder match. You might want to brand it as uh, Matt and Jeff Hardy with the Hardy Boys because we aren't going to be searching the other thing anymore. That's pretty amazing all the way around. Oh, my God. It was just elation. Yes. That, at that moment, that was the entire trip. And in the same moment, uh, you know, a producer of this show and many time guest of this show, Phil Ranta, his wedding is happening as this is happening. Right. Which and you are not at. I am not one at. One of your best friends. One of my best friends. <laughs> but I'm getting the, in this moment, it's like, this is the one thing that made it worth it. Yes. Okay. Like, to miss out work-wise, and Phil would understand, if he underst- if he truly understands what this is. Right. It's like, I had to leave for this, and I didn't know this was happening. Right. But you could say, I, kiss- I got kissed by Stephanie McMahon, mm-hmm. and Jeff Hardy complimented my character. My character. Worked. That's right. Uh, and then uh, the young, I, I say to Shane, I go, this might be it, but I'll go see that other room, see if anybody's in there or what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I will be in that room a- until I can get whoever I can get. And that's when I'll return. So mm-hmm. do whatever you got to do. And uh, I go in there and it's the young bucks mm-hmm. talking with a dude at a table um, holding a camcorder. Mm-hmm. This reporter is holding a camcorder. Oh, boy. Uh, no further than you and I are sitting, mm-hmm. probably closer. So, so probably... 80 feet away. <laughs> it's a huge recording. Yeah. Studio it's that it's we're the at. Batman, the movie, uh, <laughs> dinner table. Uh, Steve Sears bought it long ago <laughs> and often tells me as before we start recording, can you pass the salt? <laughs> he just loves it. He loves that movie. Um, so no further than two feet apart, mm-hmm. uh, holding a camcorder in front of their face, and they're holding a microphone that is attached to that camcorder. Wow. Uh, talking into it. So they're they're basically in 1996. Right. And when they're done speaking, they hand the microphone back to the guy oh, holding boy. the camcorder to then ask another question. Man, I, you keep saying camcorder. Yeah, because that thing was a fucking camcorder. <laughs> oh, man. It was not a new digital camera again it wasn't an iphone either um and then there's someone sitting off to the side yeah uh who i wasn't sure if he's with them uh with the reporter like what his role was and i'm having dealt with missing out on a photo with linda mcmahon i'm like i am not letting that other guy get anything from me like i am going to be cutthroat okay in this moment Uh, what do you mean like I don't know what you mean. Like, uh, meaning like I see that guy sitting on a table next to them. Oh, you think he's waiting to get the next interview? Yes. Okay. And And it's like, like, they're going to leave. Right. The room is empty. Yeah. And it's close to showtime. Like, I think they already were doing some wrestling stuff. Yeah. Uh, Like the show had begun in some form, but the pay-per-view had. So you're basically, you're planning a run in. I'm planning (laughs) a big run in. I'm doing a Russo run in. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm fucking things up, but I'm letting the guy finish his interview. Yeah. The guy who's actually doing camcorder. I'm I'm letting a camcorder interview uh, uh, continue his business. So they finish up and the young bucks stand up and go, we got to get downstairs. And the one guy walks up to him. 
who looks like he's 14 years old, mm-hmm. um, goes, hi, guys, I'm with ESPN. And they go, oh, okay, cool. And I hear that, and I start walking over, and all I think in my head is, bullshit. Yeah. Like, I don't buy it. And I walk over and go, hi, guys, my name's Scott, and I'm with Fox Sports. And one of the young bucks, uh, I can't remember which one had said it, but he goes, oh, hi, Scott. And I go, hey, uh, we, you know, we're shooting a thing next door. We'd love to have you, and we'd love to do this uh, if you have the time. Like, I put on... This is the the best I can pitch and the best I can talk mm-hmm. in this moment because I, I got nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. And we already had the hardy, so it's like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter anymore. Wait, do it for us. Like, pitch it. Okay. Hey, like guys. I, like, I'm Matt, like, I'm Matt uh, Jackson. Hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm Scott. I'm with Fox Sports. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey. Hey, Scott. Uh, hey, oh, I'm, I'm with On Your Mark. No, shit. I didn't say that. Hey, guys. <laughs> I, I'm with Fox Sports. We're shooting hey. a comedy pilot next door. Yeah. We'd love to have you come be a part of it. Oof. Uh, Nick, what do you think? I don't know, Matt. What do you think? What the fuck are you talking to him for? You like me, right? Uh, what's that, Scott? Here, let me let me grab your arm. <laughs> Why are you kissing us? It's Stephanie McMahon. Kiss Super kick! Ah! Um, so you pitch to them, and what do they say? And uh, they say, like, I don't know. We don't really have the time. I go, I can get you in and out in three minutes, and we'd be done. Wow. If you have the time. And three minute warning. That's right. <laughs> Little did we know. Uh, and I and he goes, ah, I don't know. One of them goes, I don't know. And the other one goes, three minutes. OK. OK. And I'm like, great. We head on over and then they walk in. They see the setup for on your market. They one of them goes, uh, I think I seen this on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I learned what I feel I learned from that interaction with those guys was. Yes. Um, cause Shane, Shane is incredibly talented and Shane has a, has a, has a, an impeccable way of knowing how much time he has. Ah. Uh, he knows how much time it is before the cameras need to have an edit that he knows how much time, like if you tell him we got three minutes, he'll hit that two minute 30 mark and then wrap it up. Yeah. And he did that. And the young bucks continue it. They are they They seem to be having a good time, and they they extend it beyond three minutes. Yeah. So then it's like, so the, you're probably sitting there thinking, do I call cut? Do I stop this, or do I let it run as long as they're going? Yeah. A PR person had walked in, and he was watching what was going on, and I'm like, that they they're doing this. Like, yeah. Until you give me a signal to stop this, like I'm not stopping this. And Shane tried to stop it, but they're continuing it. So they're it's having now fun on them. Okay. And I feel like I learned someone will tell you, I'll give you three minutes. Which means we don't have to go in three minutes, but if I feel like I'm sitting in another room with a camcorder in front of me uh, and uh, holding a microphone, then I'm going to go, well, got to go by. Yeah. So that's their out. Right. And uh, that went extremely well. Uh, I believe that episode will be up in a week or two. Okay, great. Um, and uh, like that's that's just cloud nine. And holy shit, then the show was great on top of it. Why did they blow off? Because you said the guy comes up and says, I'm from ESPN, and they blow that off. Did they just think what you thought, that the ESPN guy was full shit? I think so. Yeah, okay. They're like, this guy's obviously not from ESPN. Like, you haven't graduated high school. But you carried the weight of a Fox Sports uh, personality. Yeah. When you said Fox Sports, they went, well, all hell right then. I didn't have a card. I I was dressed in half Skeeter gear. Like, <laughs> there was nothing to really like give yeah. it any weight other than just, I mean, I also sounded super fucked up. So it's like, 
Hi guys, I'm with Fox Sports. Like, oh shit! All right, that's because you were sick. This guy smokes cigars. Not just because you were so affected by your your kiss from Stephanie that morning. <laughs> right? Yeah, that should have healed me. <laughs> so then the show obviously was awesome. I'm sure many of our listeners saw it. The latter yeah. war was unbelievable. And when you look Great back time. in retrospect, the Hardys. Oh my god! They know, right? Okay, they're they know. None of us know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, less than 24 hours from now. We're going to be in a ladder match. We're going back to WWE in a certain sense. Like none of this shit matters. What's going to happen on this show tonight. They've probably not been backstage at a WWE show and talked with everyone to know, like we're probably in the ladder match. Like that all that's going to happen is like, we haven't been able to convince anyone. there. like, we don't want to take a lot of bumps because we're going to be fucked up from tonight. Yeah. But um, what I was going to say is like they were in a position that if they didn't want to, they didn't have to go all out on that ROH show. And they went right. all out on that ROH show. A hundred percent. Yeah. 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 They went Which, crazy. Which like kudos to them. Yeah. Kudos to them. And and they and they made the Young Bucks that night. They, they did everything that they could possible yeah. of establishing like. These guys are the tag team of the future. They're yeah, great. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if you can beat up, like, just everything that you think of in wrestling is the the traditional, like, that's the way you go out. They fucking did it a hundred percent. Right. Wow. All right. We're gonna stop. We're gonna stop it right there. But Scott, yeah, no, this is we're we're this is like WrestleMania. It's, it's becoming the length <laughs> of that show. We gotta we gotta put a pin in it. I didn't think I plan on this being two parts, three parts. Three parts this show will be. We're in all three parts? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Okay. So uh, uh, so check out uh, Fox Sports Presents Wrestling Compadre Slamcast. There is uh, 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 great stuff going on in there uh, on all these past weeks. AJ Lee, uh, 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 I don't know who else, Jeff Jarrett, Josh Matthews, so many guests. So you want to check that out. Uh, of course, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show, Abyss. Uh, EC3, Josh Matthews, so many guests. Just check that out. Subscribe. You'll never miss an episode. YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. And, of course, After Buzz TV, SmackDown Live recap. What about you, Mark? What's oh, you on? can check out dumb things that I tweet at Vince Googling on Twitter. And you'll find my own Twitter account from there, at Mark Warzeka. M-A-R-C-W-A-R-Z-E-C-H-A. That's how I spell my name. Mm. And um, to be continued... Even more amazing stories coming up from Scott's WrestleMania journey. Or a good one, and then we just bullshit for a while. <laughs> one of the two. On part three. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Mark Warzeka. Enjoy your wrestling, kids! <laughs>